Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 5. The Search Begins Earlier that morning, back in Mill Valley, Chris dialed the telephone number for Willie's house. Hello, Mrs. Taylor? May I speak to Willie, he asked. Sammy and I are going to practice the Morse code this afternoon, and we wanted him to come, too. Oh, Chris, Mrs. Taylor began. She paused to swallow a lump in her throat. He isn't here. You may as well know that Willie and Grandpa didn't come home last night. We are very worried about them. Where are they, he asked. We don't know, she said, swallowing again. They haven't phoned. I'm afraid something happened to them. Mr. Taylor called the police, and so far they have no reports of an accident involving an old black car like Willie's grandpa drives. Chris was concerned for his friend. Can I do anything? You can pray, Chris, Mrs. Taylor said promptly. You and the other shoebox kids could pray for them, pray that they're safe, and and that they'll be found soon. We sure will, Mrs. Taylor, Chris said. I'll call Mrs. Shoe. She'll want to be praying for Willie, too. Chris made several phone calls right away, and within 30 minutes, all of the shoebox kids were at the church. Mrs. Shoe arrived five minutes later. Well, kids, she said as she unlocked the big front door and led the way to the shoebox, this really is something to worry about. But we know that Jesus sends his angels to watch over us, and we know that he loves Willie and his grandpa even more than we do. Maria spoke first. I think we should ask Jesus to have someone find them real soon, like today or tonight. Sammy had been sitting quietly. Now he spoke up. Let's get in a circle and start praying, okay? Each of them prayed earnestly for Willie and his grandpa, asking Jesus to protect them and bring them home safely. Now, Dee said when they were ready to leave, call me if you hear anything, Chris. Then I'll call you, Jenny, and you can call Sammy. I'm going home with Chris for a while, Sammy told her. After the goodbyes, Chris and Sammy stood around awkwardly. They felt they should be doing something to find Willie, but they didn't know where to begin or what to do. Let's go practice the code, Chris finally said. The boys were working hard on their buzzers when the doorbell rang. Chris, Maria called, it's Ryan. We're in the kitchen, Ryan, Chris called. Ryan lived next door, and he was one of Chris's best friends. He visited the shoebox once in a while, so he knew Sammy. Maria shrugged. If you can stand the noise, go on in, she said. Ryan stood in the kitchen doorway for a moment, then put his hands over his ears. What are you guys doing? Playing with plastic pails? Come on, let's go play baseball or something. Chris and Sammy looked at each other. They didn't quite know what to say. Willie is missing, Chris finally blurted out. He explained what they knew. And these are butter tub transmitters. We're learning Morse code. Ryan stared closely at the butter tubs, then pushed the buzzer on Chris's. I still say it's boring. Come on, let's go do something. No way, Chris answered. I want to learn Morse code. Besides, we're waiting to hear about Willie. Willie's mom is going to call here if she finds out where they are. Ryan nodded. I understand that. But I don't understand this code stuff. I'd rather go out and do something to help find them. See you later. After Ryan left, Sammy asked, I'd rather go out and do something too, but what could we do? Just then, Mr. Vargas walked into the kitchen. Hi, Dad, Chris exclaimed. Did you hear about Willie and his grandpa? Wait a minute. What are you doing home in the middle of the day? Your mom called me at work to tell me about Willie, he said. I knew you'd be worried, so I came home to see what we could do. Can we do something? Sammy asked, jumping up. Well, how would you boys like to go help in the search? Mr. Vargas asked. Can we? Both boys shouted at once. Well, he answered, you guys make some sandwiches in case we miss supper, and I'll call Sammy's parents for permission to go with us. Maria will probably want to go, too. 
Before long, the boys were waiting in the back seat of the car along with their bag of sandwiches. Come on, come on, come on, Chris muttered as they waited. Finally, his dad came out. While they waited for Maria, Mr. Vargas told the boys about the searching efforts already being done. Willie's dad has been searching along the highway today. The state police and the county sheriff have also been notified and are keeping an eye out for them. Even small plane owners at the Mill Valley Airport have been asked to help. Wow, Chris said. Somebody should find them pretty soon with all those people looking. Oh, that's not all, Mr. Vargas said. Mr. and Mrs. Shue are going out to search this afternoon also. I think Dee Dee and Jenny are going with them. They'll go on some of the back roads in the hills just in case Willie and his grandpa decide to go roaming the hills and their car broke down. Well, let's go, Chris urged. He leaned out the window and shouted, Maria, hurry up, let's go. As they backed down the driveway, Chris noticed a small, boxy-looking black thing with push buttons on it in the front seat. What's that? he asked. A CB radio, Mr. Vargas replied. The sheriff's department is supplying them to the searchers. We need to stay in contact with each other. If one of us finds them, we need to let the other searchers know. Great idea, Chris said. Shouldn't we pray before we go, Sammy quietly suggested. Good thinking, Mr. Vargas said. He pulled over to the side of the road. Would you like to pray for us, Sammy? Sammy bowed his head and prayed for Willie and his grandpa and asked Jesus to direct the searchers. As they drove toward the edge of town, Maria asked, Where are we going, Dad? This road doesn't go to the freeway. No, Mr. Vargas replied, we're going on an old road, one that isn't used much anymore. It used to be the only road between Mill Valley and the city. I don't think they'd come that way, but we want to check just in case. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 8, The Rock Slide Rescue, written by Sandy Zaug, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.